Hello and welcome to another episode of The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Nick Jimenez. And today on the show we'll be talking about Before the Flood, uh, the second part that began last week with uh, Under the Lake, uh, written by Toby Whithouse. Um, and uh, yeah. So uh so yeah our our season season another another uh, two part story uh behind us. Um so let's uh let's talk about uh, let's talk about before the flood. Let's get some overall thoughts going cuz we I think we all really liked last week's episode. So the big question I guess is did it continue? Do you still like it, Cassandra? Um uh yes and no. Uh, I really like this, but I'm not, like, feeling it as much as I was last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still enjoyable. Um, it was a little predictable, uh, which we'll get into later. But, yeah, you know, I think if I were to give it a letter grade, it would be, like, a, a solid B for me. Okay. Nick? Uh, <clears throat> uh I, I loved it. Loved, loved it. Loved it. Uh, it was, uh... Yeah, from the get go, you know, with uh, with the doctor kind of Ferris Buellering, um, I was just all about it, and I agree with Cassandra that it was a bit more derivative than part one, but I just loved the style of it. I loved the questions it was asking about the doctor and Clara. Um, I, I thought it was, uh, yeah, just kind of a subversive take on these kinds of episodes kind of with i think it, i think it did pay off with everything that i liked about the characters and relationships from last week um one of the best if not my new favorite um uh moffat era monster in the the fisher king mm-hmm. i thought he was just beautifully designed and so unlike any uh monster we've seen on the show before mm-hmm. um you know, kind of genuinely uh, inventive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and, you know, I thought Capaldi was terrific and Coleman was great. And yeah, just, you know, bring on, bring on the next two-parter. Peter Sarah Fisherwitz. Peter Sarah Fisherwitz. <laughs> not, not what you just said. Um, Peter, Peter Sarah Sandwich. Was Sarah Fino- his name is Sarah Finowitz. Sarah Finowitz. But I Pete. said Sarah Fisherwitz. Sarah Fisher, <laughs> Sam Fisherwitz. Yep. Was uh, was great. Yeah, he had great uh, menace. The, the the design of the Fisher King was, I mean, it looked like the Ar- It looked like a combination of the Arbiter from Halo and the bad guys from Galaxy Quest. Yeah, I also for some reason got kind of a um, the Pale King from Pan's Labyrinth kind of. Hmm. Um, also, kind of like vaguely kind of Ronan the Accuser shaped. Uh, I, well, I guess the, I guess so, except that those were his actual shoulders and not yeah, armor. Sure. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, I could barely recognize Peter Serafinowicz's voice. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then I heard also that his growl was courtesy of uh, the lead singer of Slipknot. I heard, yeah, yeah, Corey. Oh, cool, some, Corey something or other. So, so like that bit where he's like screaming at the flood. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that was that was that was Slipknot. <laughs> you could probably take that out and just add a. And it's, 
Oh, speaking of like every uh, slip that song. Speaking of can we talk about the theme song? The theme music? Uh what about it? Okay, has the has the electric guitar been there all season? And I'm just I now noticing that too. it. Yeah, no, I noticed that too. I thought it was different. No, it was, yeah, I guess it was just on this one because of the transition out. But I but I, I loved it. Like I, I want that to be in the show. Oh. Yeah. Maybe it will be. Um it's the doctor for sure. I want to ask you. There's a there's a scene in the episode, Scott, um, oh. that we'll talk about later. But I just this moment, where I'm like, oh, Scott probably hated that, and I want to ask you if you did. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I I think I I um I I don't no I don't really fall between. I was gonna say I think I fall somewhere between you. And I was like, no, not really. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I thought that the episode itself was executed very 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 well um and i liked it through the whole thing that being said it was it was so derivative it made me sad um everything that happened in this i had seen a million times before not on doctor who necessarily but on like a bajillion other things mm-hmm. uh like i i have references in my notes to like everything that they did and i'm like oh yeah that's like this or this or this or this and i then i was just like oh god um so that kind of bummed me out that it wasn't particularly original uh, and just because you 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 hang a lantern on the bootstrap paradox uh, doesn't mean you get to just have it and just be like, see, <laughs> like that's not what <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's you don't you don't you don't get to get out of bad writing by just being like, yeah, look, bad writing, right? Yeah, well, well, like it was weird. It was weird that he compared. His plan to Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. Well, well, that wasn't. I mean, that's well, just but, that's just the bootstrap paradox. Well, I know, but it was like, is that? That's that's not what I don't know. It was, it was just like, yeah, right. When I did that thing, yeah. it's like this. It's like, well, then you do that a lot, then. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess I see what you mean, but it's like that's just that's the bootstrap paradox. Like that's it's the Beethoven thing. No, sure, yeah. But it, it was wasn't just... like he was like bringing out the Beethoven thing as a comparison to his plan. That's just the bootstrap paradox. That's like that's like you know doing the um, uh, what's the cat in the box? The dead cat in the box? What is that? Oh, Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. yeah, that's like that's like like having Schrodinger's like talking about Schrodinger's cat and then being like yeah, but that's just like this alligator thing. And it's like what? <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know. It's that's just the that's just the story. I don't know. Um but I don't know. I I yeah, I just thought it was really derivative. Like the whole thing was really derivative uh in like a like I was like I was like, "Ah, this is really like tight and, you know, there's some really cool sequences. It's just that I've seen them all before." So I don't know. It was well 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 executed. It was like a, it was like a really it was like a really great mixtape of cover songs <laughs> that's that's how i felt about it um so there you go uh all right let's get into the let's get into this point well but i will say i will say out of all like there's so many like cool things in this episode but my favorite part is like the most simple which is 
just the doctor versus the Fisher King. Just like oh, it was great. Yeah, just like talking to each other in a dark warehouse. Like yeah. I've never the, the 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 shot of the wide shot of both of their like shadows. Yeah, was beautiful. Oh yeah, I love that. And it was and it was uh, it was you know we keep talking about this show feeling like very classic Who, especially this season, uh, and that thing where like the Fisher King doesn't show up until the very end of what would be part three of a mm-hmm. four part yeah. episode. I was like, Oh yeah, that's like, that's so classic. Who is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, he doesn't do anything. He just talks to the doctor and then goes and walks out in a field and dies. And then dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he was, uh, I really liked his attitude towards the doctor. It was so, I don't. Maybe it was Serafinowitz's like delivery, but he was so like, "Oh, you, yeah, you time lords." And I was like, oh, this, is, "This guy's cool." Yeah, yeah. I, I I liked him as a as a baddie. I just wish. I don't know. I wish we'd gotten more of him, or he was like yeah. a little more involved. I guess. I say bring him back, man. Yeah, that'd be. I mean, maybe that'd be cool. I I guess the other thing too is like I you know I listened to their conversation. I like their conversation, but it's like at the end of the day, I was like, why is he doing this? Like, what is what is he what is he gaining? I guess sure out yeah. of all of this, and like I really struggled to have an answer. Um, but I do want to give props where props are due. Uh, Cass, you called it. Last oh, week, yeah, 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 yeah. With the with the guy, you're like, why he didn't die, and like, right. literally, uh, literally, she, she just says exactly what you said last. Yeah, week. to, to like, the hey, point where I forgot. <laughs> yeah, to the point where I, I forgot that we didn't already know that. Right. I was like, yeah, oh, I was yeah. really confused too. I was like, why are they like, repeating this? And I was like, like, oh no, they're not. Cass is that wasn't really in the sh- that wasn't in the show. That was just Cass. Like, yeah. I, I, I thought it was. It was so ob- not obvious, but it was so like, oh yeah, yeah. Good job. Cass. I feel like yeah, no, I feel like that took like figuring that out so soon kind of took away a lot of the tension of the episode for me. Mm. Um, and like when we were, I was watching it, and um, the the conversation between the Doctor and the Fisher King, like he keeps kind of slowly edging toward the thing, and I'm just like, oh, he's gonna get in the thing, and then it's gonna open, and everything's gonna be fine. And then that's totally what happened, and I was like, I really wish that I wasn't able to figure that out so easily. Um, yeah. So that kind of yeah, took away from that, that whole too. sequence where he's walking past the ghosts, and I was like, I was like, oh, what a what a cool tension filled scene. And then I was like, oh, right, that's the end of World War Z. Like, don't, that's that's literally the end of World War Z, the one that that Drew Goddard rewrote. Hmm. So I was like, oh right, I've seen. Well, this we all before. know where they got it from then. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's right, I saw this before. Um, you know, it was a great ending. Was yeah, uh, and then World and then Death Lady has Daredevil powers for some reason. Oh my god, that was so funny! Just like randomly. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm oh. not gonna lie though, I I kind of like did a little like cheer in my bedroom when that happened. I like I said, it was cool, but yeah, it's like, I was like yay, I, she didn't die. I love that character. Yeah, totally. I I I'm glad that she didn't die, and I and I liked it, but it's just like, okay, she didn't have to do that. She could have just turned around. Right. It would have saved I'm, time. <laughs> yeah, it would it would have saved so much time. She almost died. <laughs> like just turn around. I don't know. 
I don't know. Um, I dug the Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban shot when they were like hiding behind logs. Yeah, see again. Like, mm-hmm. There it is again. Derivative. <laughs> like I don't know. That really that all of that stuff really disappointed me a lot. Yeah. Uh, I really like the setting uh, of the of the like I like that that Soviet town looked like a like a video game level or something. Yeah, like, like kind of like Ravenholm from Half Life Two. Yeah, totally looked like Half Life Two, or it looked like like a it looked like it could be a level in uh, Last of Us or oh definitely like Fallout. Fallout, yeah. Totally. I, I was really I was really digging like the Russian like nuclear like art design. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I liked all of that. Um, that was cool. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's really not a lot to talk about. Yeah, there's really not because it like because that's the thing is like the episode doesn't do that much and as far as like stuff I've never seen before. Even the yeah. even the doctor dealing with his death kind of fizzles out because there's this moment where he's like, oh well, you know we all have our time, you know we all. And I'm like, oh, we're gonna continue this theme of the doctor accepting his mortality. Nope, he's just he came up with a plan to like not deal with it. Yeah. It was also I I thought it was disappointing that his was a, a holographic projector, but then yeah, like, it wasn't even a real ghost. Yeah, and then yeah. the Fisher King was just I was like I was like oh those are projections too, and it's like oh no no those are real ghosts. No, they're really dead, but I'm okay. Yeah, and I was like oh <laughs> man, come on. Um, and I really felt like I got no sexual attention whatsoever from the deaf oh, lady and his, really and his and her interpreter. That really. Was, I got. I was getting no. I was getting much more like you're my like. I was getting a much more like protective like guardian relationship. Yeah, like like like, like a mom son relationship. Very yeah, very mom son because it's like oh you're in charge of like translating for me, but like I feel responsible for you. Like you're like my kid brother. Yeah, or my son. You hmm. know the and age just, difference like, just didn't. Those two characters I didn't well, think had and, any. And chemistry. like the relationship was like. Oh come on! I want to explore too. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you stay, you stay right there. Don't get in trouble. And then he's like, <laughs> "No, I'm gonna make out with you." Like, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like if the end of Adventures with Babysit- Babysitting ended with like Elizabeth Shue just like making out with one of the kids. Yeah, or like, <laughs> I just it just didn't. I don't know. I don't it didn't know. work for me at all. I mean. I- I guess it's it's kind of there. I don't know. I I picked up no, on it I a mean, little bit because like I, I was like all to... about I, I was all about um, Indian Doctor and Dead Girl. Like that was like that yeah. totally yeah, felt yeah. like perfect. But just the fact that we had to have two romantic relationships. Like I don't know. It just it kind of felt it didn't feel earned to me. Yeah. What did what did you say that you liked, Cassandra? Oh yeah, no, I did. I did like. Um... Oh, now I'm blanking on their names. Bennett and o- O'Donnell? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I liked... Okay, so the first time I got really mad when when I was watching it, when they were like, you stay here in the TARDIS and we'll go out. And then she's like, I'm not staying. And then she leaves. And then they're just like, oh, okay, well, neither of us are staying. And it's like, you just told her that you had... Somebody had to stay and now no one's going to stay? That's just proving yeah. your point, you idiots. But then I realized <laughs> later, it was like, oh, no, it's it's because he knew that she was the next person that was going to die. So she was... Yeah, was and they asked this really, you know, the guy was like, so you're just... You didn't care that she died. You were just trying to save Clara. And the doctor essentially says, like, yeah. Right. Sorry, 
<laughs> you know, like I just really I'm I'm only I only care about Clara. And then there's this, you know, other scene where the deaf woman is like, "Oh, so you just send other people out to die." Right. And Clara basically says like, "Shut up." Yeah. Well, like, she doesn't that, have the whole an thing you know, with Clara was so forced and unnatural. Like in this episode, everything with Clara, like, oh, we got to give Clara a story and an arc. And it just like, I'm like, I appreciate the sentiment, but like, <laughs> do it better. I don't know. Well, remember last week when her arc was like, I'm an, I'm an, addic- I'm an adventure. I'm an adrenaline junkie. I'm just in it for the thrills. And I don't and, know, just kind of. And then this week, this her that was her arc last week. And then in part two, it's just like, you don't care about anybody. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Those like, it's not even that those are like. Like opposed to each other, they're just completely they're on completely separate planes of character arc. Yeah, you like, know, it's like those are two completely different things. Like why? But then at the very end, she's like, "Look, I lost someone I love too, and my advice is get over it." <laughs> <laughs> I did. Look how healthy I am. Oh, I don't man. even remember what's his name, Mickey. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Mickey. <but. laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm I'm really I'm really interested to see if like you know with this being Jenna Coleman's last season if you know there are some sort of you know reckoning something of a reckoning coming for Clara you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah so you you guys didn't like the scene where they're like talking on the phone at all or oh the the this this uh where we find out that the TARDIS has a giant iPhone Right. Yeah, yeah I, I actually loved that. I, that right. scene was yeah. really good. I liked that scene. Yeah, because I think that was the, like one of the strongest scenes in the whole episode. Yeah, I'd say that was probably my second favorite to the Doctor and the and the Fisher King stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I love I love that there's a giant iPhone and he has to keep flipping yeah. it. <laughs> That's the best. Yeah, I really like that. What was Nick? What was the question that you had to ask me? That. Um, when he just shoves his sunglasses into the computer, oh and yeah, that uses so it dumb. as like a USB. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is the worst. The Sonic sunglasses. I hate the Sonic sunglasses. They're so dumb. Um, You're not alone. Yeah, I will say I really like that line where he was like, he was like asking the the um, what's his name, Pr- Prince? What was his name? Prentice? Prentice? Yeah, he was like asking Prentice for the device, and he was like, he's like, give it to me, I want to take the batteries out. Yeah. It was was just so like, (laughs) I don't know, there was something, it was just really, that struck me really funny about that line. And then then I liked the callback to it where he does pull the battery out. (laughs) Um, Prentice, a a very interesting, kind of like, weirdly submissive. Yeah. Right, there was kind well, of that was set up with the mole people in his last episode, right? In the hotel episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but it was, but it like was more just... overt here, and I thought it was hilarious. He's like, yeah. I have tools you could use for <laughs> to dosing me. me, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, he <laughs> was really into it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, yeah, the whole episode kind of wrapped up like pretty, you know. Yeah, I mean, the most interesting scenes, I thought, were the Fisher King Doctor scenes. But that was more just because of Capaldi's acting and, you know, Sarah Fanowitz's voice acting and the creature's design more than, like, mm-hmm. the story or the stakes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I did like O'Donnell being a big fan of the Doctor and like nerding out and stuff. Oh, she's like, oh, like Martha and and yeah, first mention I believe of Martha Jones in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I am like, I, I called her dying too, and I'm really sad because we were like, she was nerding out, and I was just like, oh, I love her. She's gonna die, and then Done. like, yeah, don't don't nerd out. <laughs> So sad. Oswin. I think. Her? I think. Yeah. I think we can. I, I think if anything, we can learn that Moffat hates nerds. Yeah. And his version of shoving them into lockers is just killing them. Just like killing them. Just murdering them. Oh, you like Doctor? <laughs> oh, you like Doctor Who? Do you? Oh, well, you're gonna you're gonna die. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll show you. <laughs> Don't like my scraps? Asking me every year when I'm gonna quit. <laughs> So now you're Any going qu- to quit. Life. Life. Oh, <laughs> yes. You're going to quit yet? No. <laughs> what a weird question to keep asking me. <laughs> you are going <laughs> to die, though. <laughs> Yo, you're going you're gonna to get... But then they're going to complain about it. I'll have to bring you back for no stupid reason. <laughs> God, I am not looking forward to Oswin coming back. I don't know how they're going to... I assume they're going to explain it by saying, like, it be- takes place before... Oh, that'll be fine. Yeah. That's what yeah. I assume. Anything more like complicated than that, one. and I'm just like, guys, it's a time it's, travel show. What are you doing? It's Oswin. She's like, she, what, is she a fixed point in time? Does she pull, fall out of the portal of... I don't know. Yeah, I, the portal I just, of I just the legend it, of the something Doctor yeah. Who fan. <laughs> <laughs> the legend of the fangirl. Yeah, yeah, just go back in time before she died. Yeah, don't even have to go. You can go. She died in what 2013. Just go to like 2011. Yeah, that works. I liked the finger lick test. Oh yeah, that was classic. Where she was just like, "What? What year is this?" And he's like, "Oh," and he just like tests the air. He's like, "1980." Very, very tenant. Yeah. 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 Except, except he was like less whimsical and more like calculated about it. Sure, yeah. Well, I mean, less less whimsical is this guy's middle name. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. Because he just gives the answer, whereas like Tenet would have been like uh, seventy eight, no seventy nine, no eighty. Like and Matt Smith would have been like, <laughs> I'm a crazy doctor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt Smith would be like, who cares? I'm doing cartwheels. Look at me, I'm juggling. <laughs> Uh, that's no, literally. Dead. I think we've gone through all my notes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a pretty open and shut case. Yeah, uh, so ends revenge of the globity gluke. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I, it, I like the, I really did like the episode. Like, I think that the, it did well of wrapping everything up, and it did all of those things really well. It's just that I had seen them all before, so. I was just like, uh, okay. Let's let's compare. Scott, yeah. Cassandra, what was the fourth episode of season eight? Uh, listen. Yeah, it was listen. Oh. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was the opposite of what I wanted to do with that. I guess you right? could call I well, I mean you could technically call this the second episode because it's because like the it's second, second story. story. Right. Yeah. So that would make it uh, into the Dalek. Into the Dalek, which is a hell of a lot better than Into the Dalek. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. No, this is still a really great episode. Like, I, I, yeah, it's, it's just not about think, a lot. Right. I don't think it's bad by any means. But yeah, you're right. It's not really about a lot. 
It seemed like it was last week, and then this week it was just like, no, it's huh. just, it's just, you know, it's it's Prisoner of Azkaban, and uh, and and it's Prisoner of Azkaban, and World War Z, and a couple of other things. <laughs> okay. Well, um, excited about next week. My favorite part of the uh, preview was when the Vikings say, "We're Vikings." We're Vikings, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, th- thanks for letting me know. This is a Viking episode, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks like it's going to be like regular Vikings versus space Vikings for some reason. I wish that was the title. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's a lot of Vikings happening. Regular Vikings versus space Vikings, <laughs> or 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 are the Vikings being kidnapped and like turned into like, turned like into cyborg it. Vikings? Yeah. And maybe like um, uh, uh, Maisie Williams is like the the princess of the Viking village. I don't know. I thought that it was. I I think that it did did a lot to uh, lead credence to our theory about her identity when she was barely in the the next time trailer because oh, sure, it yeah. makes me think they're like. We can't show anything with her because it will spoil the oh, surprise, yeah. you know, because it's like you don't put Maisie Williams in that episode if you're not going to advertise it. But right. then you barely put her in the com- that like you've been advertising like crazy on all the social media, but you barely put her in the next time trailer. That doesn't make any sense unless well, sure, because it's going to spoil something. All of her lines are like, I'm your daughter. 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 <laughs> Dad. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, no. there's. I mean, I mean, have you seen the poster? Like, you know, she's on the poster. Oh, is there a poster? It's it. It's weird. They're like, check out this poster, and it looks like it's just a photograph. But it's like the three of them, and they're all holding up like Viking swords. And the doctor's like, "I'm gonna beat you up," and Maisie's, "And I'm gonna help." And Clara's like, "Go right." That's well, fun. It's... You know, it's weird too because you would think that the next time trailer would have shown her in her like costume that you saw and like behind the scenes picture kind of like the, the like assassin's creed picture yeah where she's yeah. like tuxedo mask or whatever mhm yeah. oh my god i am here for that right, right. <laughs> but like but like reboot sailor moon with Maisie williams as as darren yeah yeah so like she's like tuxedo mask in the behind the scenes pictures and none of that is in there maybe that's so, like part 2 the next episode yeah right right yeah Maybe there's a little bit of time traveling coming soon. Oh, you don't in this say. show for you once. Don't say. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're kind of. Uh, I don't really know what to expect after after the girl who died and the girl who lived. The woman who lived. The woman who lived. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What is the next one after that? Uh, it is. The Zygon two-parter. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Meh. Oh, right. Yeah. Zygon Invasion hey, um, and Zygon Inversion. I forget who's writing that. I'm going to look it up. Bob Zygon. Maybe that's how um, What's-Her-Face nerd person girl comes back, because maybe the Zygons are like, oh, yeah, we used her before. Oh. We, we have her in our in our system. Yeah. You're probably right. Hello. Calling it. Calling it. Quick, <laughs> use the pandering machine. Like bring Osmond back. Um, what do we have? We have have we talked about the big finish stuff that's been happening since our last episode? I don't think so. No. There's been some good stuff. 
Um, uh, the War Doctor, starring John Hurt. Yeah. Yeah, War Doctor Adventures. There's uh, the River Song Adventures, both of which And I'm the really rumor. Cassandra, have you heard about the, the rumored series that's, uh, the, that might be happening? The David Tennant one? Yeah. Yeah, the David yeah. Tennant and yeah. Catherine Tate. Right. So good. Yeah, if that if that happens though, like uh Axelston is gonna be the next Tom Baker where they're just like please <laughs> please no. come back. for like he's gonna 60 say, years, yeah. yeah. He's gonna say no for fifteen years and then finally come <laughs> back when he sounds be, like a like an ancient old man. <laughs> and do it and do a terrifying cameo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh that that's oh, not charming. Oh god. Oh, do, oh yes, yes. Oh but but where? Mm. Uh, horrifying. <laughs> it's a very old man. Peter Peter Harness is writing the Zygon episodes. Oh, good. Um, oh, um, what did he write last? We he wrote the the moon one. I feel kill the moon. Did yeah. He? Uh, yeah. Did, the, yeah. He did. the one about the one about abortions. Oh, good. Woohoo! So the so the Zygon invasion. <laughs> what what are the Zygons going to be a uh, uh, metaphor for? Uh, Planned Parenthood. <laughs> oh my god. We believe it's a Zygon's choice to do <laughs> No, that, that's what Kill the Moon was. <laughs> Maybe they'll just all be... Uh, we believe that Zygon can get a hold of laser guns far too easily. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be about gun control. <laughs> it'll be about gun control. <laughs> Did he write any other ones last season? Uh, he, uh, no, no. That was his, remember, because we were so excited about him being a new writer. Oh, yeah. Right. He also wrote, I best, apparently he wrote Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. The, the, the show, not the book, the good? show. Huh? It's supposed to be amazing. It's supposed to be good. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. I watched the first episode. I liked it a lot. Um, but it was one of those things where it's like, I could keep watching this or I, I could watch these other things. I don't yeah. know. See, my my thing is I want to read the book first, but I also know I'll never read the book. Yeah, that's that's fair. I'll get but, around to it. It's just not really my thing. My roommate has a copy of it. Like, I can, I can pull it out anytime I want. It's just so effing big. Yeah, it is really big. Um, yeah, it's, it was like, I was like, that was really well done, but it wasn't like, it's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, but it's all, I mean, there's, there's only seven episodes. I feel doesn't have a, doesn't it have a, a Doctor Who director? Uh, yeah. Toby Woodhouse or not, what? not, not Toby Woodhouse. Who am I, who am I thinking of? Hold the on. guy that directed Day of it's the Doctor. Toby, it's Toby, Toby Haynes. Toby, Toby Haynes. He's yeah. good. He's a good one. Yeah. Toby Haynes directed it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Zygons. We'll see. Zygons. Zygons are no one's favorite. <laughs> and if they are, I question your life choices. <laughs> Wait, aren't they David Tennant's favorite? Are, are they? they? Really? I, I remember reading once that he was like, oh, my favorite were the Zygons. And I never got to do a story about them. And then it was like, oh, but you finally get to. Hold on. David Tennant, Zygon. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, and then after that is Sleep No More and Face the Raven, and then and then the finale, Heaven Sent and Hell Bent. These all sound like friggin' like like the like the the used albums. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Tenth guys. Doctor actor David Tennant has stated that the Zygons are his favorite monsters from Doctor Who. Oh. Well, I question his life choices. <laughs> I do, too. You, you guys ever see The Decoy Bride? <laughs> no. Oh. Boom. Clap. Sound of yeah. my heart. I do have a copy of... Uh, I do have a copy of... Um, what is that movie called? Uh, what We Did on Our Summer Vacation or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a movie. There's a movie uh, that he did. Let me see if I get where is it. What we did on our holiday, uh, and it's <laughs> him movie? and Rosamund Pike. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> and it's like a family movie. Huh? Yeah, he does a lot of weird movies. Yeah, he does. Uh, like he was in. Well, because he... I think I think the thing is, and and this happens a lot. I think with with. Um, British actors is like they do weird low budget stuff like that, and you're like, why? And then it's like, oh, because they got to stay at home that time. Like <laughs> we're filming and <laughs> right. Well, like like England. I mean, they don't make a lot of movies that are just English movies, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, oh yeah. Um, I'm still waiting for Man Up to come out. I want to see that really bad. Oh, uh, the one with uh, Simon Pegg and Lake Bell. Yep. Um, if that has to be, because like you know, every time Simon Pegg does a weird indie movie, we end up getting it eventually. Yeah, Hector in the Search of Happiness, uh, uh, Fantastic Fear of Everything, which I recently saw and it was pretty good. I love that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen Hector yet, but I want to. Uh, I saw Kill Me Three Times and it was pretty bad, except for him. Yeah, that makes me sad. <laughs> like he was like he was really good, but the rest of the movie was just like really boring. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. So anyway. Man, I really feel bad. We don't we don't really just don't have anything to talk about with this episode. I don't know. Um I even got messages where people were like, Can't wait for the episode this week and I feel like, I feel like I've let them all down. <laughs> Sorry everyone. Okay, so is this the first instance of the Docker the Docker? <laughs> of uh... Of 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 the doctor like directly speaking to the audience, uh, it's no. the fir- it's the first it's the first instance since the Christmas episode, the William Hartnell one, right? That's like the only one though. Oh, geez, yeah. So, like, yeah. So, like, for like forty nine years, yeah, something like that. I like it. I hope it becomes a regular thing. I hope it becomes like, uh... wait, freeze frame. Okay, so look, <laughs> there I was about. The- it's just like his slow descent into madness. He just turns no. into Zach Morris. <laughs> He's like, I'm breaking the fourth wall. And Clara's just like, what are you talking about? I didn't know it at the time, but when <laughs> that time talking to my dad would be one of the most fondest memories of my life. <laughs> For everything. For as long as I can remember, I've always wanted to be a time, a time lord. lord. <laughs> <laughs> That would be great. It just like we get a, we get a narrator one season. Ugh. It's like James Gordon just starts narrating. <laughs> Why James Gordon? It was an into, it was it was an Into the Woods reference. Oh, <laughs> all right. I know. Um, man. Yeah, I'm like I'm like um, I'm like looking over my notes he, trying to find called, something. Why was he called the Fisher King? I don't know. Okay, it sounds cool. Because the Fisher King, the Fisher King um, is one of my favorite uh, 
if not my favorite uh, 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 Terry Gilliam movie. Right. Um, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up the Fisher King. You guys, you guys talk about. Uh, oh, isn't that like an Arthurian legend or something? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Is I want to, I want to read the uh, the legend. Yeah. Because I know it's, I know, I know it's not just the movie. Here we go. Maybe it, maybe it has something to do with a lake, and there's just like, oh, he's um, in the lake. This is, uh, this is from Wikipedia. In Arthurian legend, the Fisher King or the Wounded King is the last in a long line charged with keeping the Holy Grail. Versions of his story vary wildly, but he is always wounded in the groin and is incapable of moving on his own. Um, in the Fisher King legends, he becomes impotent and is unable to perform the task himself, and he also becomes unable to father or support a next generation to carry on after his death because his dick don't work. His kingdom <laughs> suffers as he does, his impotence affecting the fertility of the land and reducing it to a barren wasteland. All he is able to do is fish in the river near his castle and wait for someone who might be able to heal him. Oh, okay. So it's like it's it's like how he isn't capable of doing anything himself. He makes everybody else do it for him. Yeah. Okay. Knights travel from many lands to heal the Oh, we're going to keep king, going. Okay. But <laughs> only the chosen can accomplish this feat. Just trying to, uh, just trying to sum it up. And in some version, <laughs> it's uh, Galahad, Galahad and, and Sir Bors are normally the ones that like end up helping his him and his like weird impotent penis. Yeah. <laughs> Impo- impotent. Impotency. That's, it sounds like it's, it doesn't sound like you're trying to say impotent. It sounds like you're going you're going. That's that's impotent. <laughs> it's always impotent. <laughs> oh yeah, Fisher King. We'll help you. We'll help you in your weird dick. I'm Sir Boys. I'm the strong one. I'm Sir Galahad. I'm the handsome one. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, oh, you're the Fisher <laughs> King. I heard, you, I heard you were impotent. <laughs> oh, you're God. so impotent that it's affecting the land and not just your wife. <laughs> now I do. I can't. I can't. I can't have sex, so I just fish by the lake. Oh, no. To pass the time. <laughs> oh, Fisher oh, King. Ah, impotent. <laughs> impotent. Oh, that's an unfortunate name for a villain. That's really kind of cool. Well, I so, guess he doesn't really do anything. No. So yeah. <laughs> he, he just stands there and then he walks outside. Yeah. <laughs> he drowns. <laughs> what, uh, you know what would have been great is if at the end, like, it, it, when they when they go back to the base, if the Fisher King's ghost had been there, yeah, with his eyes, yeah, or if he had just his just dead bloated <laughs> just, corpse, and just his dead <laughs> stupid body floating yeah, on the surface, just, just float, just like smashed against the window or something. Um, did anyone else want him to have wings? I wanted him to have like spooky angel wings, mm, like Goldar, like Goldar or uh, Goliath, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, has the doctor ever met gargoyles? I don't know. Uh, I think the closest would be the weeping angels, but... Uh, you should meet gargoyles. Yeah. You should meet the gargoyles from the Disney show. 
Lexington, Broadway, Hudson, the whole gang. You know, if they ever did, and and God, God help me, I really hope they don't. But if they ever did bring back the Angels, it would be cool if they did it where, like, uh, where they, like, explain why they're that shape as opposed to, like, any kind of statue. I, I was going to say, I'd be, into a, I'd be into a redesign of the Weeping Angels where they were, like, a scarier statue. Yeah, well, I'd want more than just a redesign. I'd want, I'd want, I feel yeah. like I'd want, like, a story revolved around... I don't know, like Genesis of the like Angels why, or something. Yeah, yeah. Why they choose like what if the, to be yeah, angels? Or, right. Like, what if they were all in? What if they were all in the shape of like statues of like Disney cartoons? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's just one of Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't there? Um, remember, remember there was that setup to the possible origin, like like a vague reference to the origin of the angels in. Uh, in um, David Tennant's final story, where like that lady was like going through the portal or whatever, and she looked like an angel, like she, oh. was, and, oh, oh, and everyone oh, was oh. like, "Oh, what?" Because everyone was like, "Oh, it's it's the doctor's mom," and then they never explained yes. that. But yeah, then she looked yeah. like an angel, and you were like, "Wait, what?" And yeah. there was like literally no reason for that. It felt like Russell T. Davies was like, "Here, I set that up for you. Now you knock it down." And Mom, it's just like, "Oh, yeah, sure I'm you did. Gonna... <laughs> I'll get right around to it." Uh, oh, sure, sure, Russell. <laughs> you I tell you what, care. it's my show now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things are gonna get a lot more whiter and a lot more straighter. <laughs> tell you that right now. Um. No, wait. I, I thought about something we could talk about in the episode. Okay. So, um, the woman, the girl who the doctor uh, uh, wantonly murders. What, what was her name? O'Donnell. O'Donnell. O'Donnell references. Um. Oh, we're in 1980. That means it's before Saxon and the Secretary of War. Oh yeah. And the doctor said, "Up, up, up! Don't, don't tell me. I'm sure I'll find out later." So. Oh. Remember that the Secretary of War. Secretary of War. Well, it sounds like a Time Lord. Yeah, the Secretary. Secretary. <laughs> that's that's so the lame. Secretary. So much lamer than the Secretary of War. It could also. It could also. I mean, if you mention what if it's what if it's another like mask? Like what if it's like Missy? I know. Like, yeah, that's what I was yeah. just gonna say. Could, okay. What I heard saying Saxon and then following it up with that. Is almost yeah, like oh yeah. maybe it's yeah, her like, again. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt if the next time the doctor travels to Earth, there's like some new enigmatic politician calling himself the Secretary of War. Uh huh. I don't know. Just I that it, it was it was it was definitely a, a nugget. It was definitely an Easter egg. Because mm-hmm. the doctor was even like what? Yeah. Yeah, see, I didn't know what she was talking about. I was like, I was like, oh, Saxon, that's clever. And then I just thought Secretary of War had something to do with like British politics, and I was like, I don't know. Sure. Well, it was something. <laughs> it, it it was enough that the twelfth Doctor was like, "What's that?" Oh, okay. So yeah, I guess I didn't put I hadn't put that together really. But uh, maybe this episode was more than meets the eye. Maybe. Maybe it'll be you know uh, a year from now we'll be talking about like. The Secretary of War and how he was first mentioned in uh, that weird uh, episode where that uh, that guy got hit by water. Right. <laughs> you know what's weird about next week's episode that I don't I don't know if it had ever really clicked with me, but um, 
It's it's written by Stephen Moffat. Oh, is it? It's yeah, it, yeah. It's Stephen Moffat, Moffat, and, uh, and Jamie Matheson. Oh, yeah. Doesn't he have a couple of those where he's like co-writing with someone? Uh, I think it's just this one. Okay, and then and then he's writing the finale. Okay, so so he had yeah, a couple kind of... last season where he did that. That's uh, weird. Maybe he's just actually doing his job this time again. Yeah, and then and then some <laughs> other person, Catherine uh, Trigena, Trigena, is writing uh, the woman who lived. Huh. But it's the same director, Ed Basilget. So like the episode, the two episodes are sharing the same director, but it's two, well, three, three different writers. How do you put that? Two writers? I don't know. She's writing part two by herself, but the first part is written by Jamie Matheson's Stephen Moffat. Hmm. It's weird. That is weird. Yeah. Maybe it's not a two-parter. No, I think it definitely is. And I might be spoiling this for people. I don't know. But it says the episode is set in England. 1651 featuring a highwayman known as the Nightmare. Huh. And she's dressed as a highwayman. In uh, in those set pictures, that's what she is. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um Yeah. There wasn't yeah. I mean, she wouldn't be dressed <laughs> like that in Viking days. That would be super weird. No. Yeah. yeah. So they're definitely I she's definitely she's getting in that TARDIS. Yeah, next, you know. I, I think they're just doing a good job of... Yeah, it says the, in The Woman Who Lived, lived it says Maisie Williams is in the episode. Yeah, and, it says, first spy- and it says her character name is TBA. Because <laughs> 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 she's Jenny. Because she's Jenny, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's crazy, right? Just a season of two-parters. I'm into it. I'm into it so far. It's working. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. It's just so what a what a crazy idea. Especially after like no two parters ever. And now like, Stephen Moss is just like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I hated that so much. <laughs> Don't ever make me do it again. <laughs> oh, it's maybe the, the have you seen the Wedding like... of River song? I did that in one part. It was the worst <laughs> mistake I ever made. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the BBC was like. All right, Stephen. You need to you need to calm down a little bit, and you need to just like I don't know. What if making chill a, out? What if making a season of two parters was his passive passive aggressive way of lowering the budget of the show? Okay, yeah. look, we'll technically just make like four episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's so classic. Who though? It's like, oh man, let's just make eight episodes of one story, and we can use the same set for like all of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! I mean, I mean, half of this episode took place in a field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, half of it took place in a field, and the other half took place in the set from last week. Like, I think this was our <laughs> second exterior shot of the season. I think you're right. <laughs> oh my god! Because the first one was when Missy and uh, Claire were in that courtyard. Yeah, yeah. I think you're well, right. They're, they're like palling around on. Scarrow for a while too. Oh, that was that. That was that. That's that, like that a, was a. That was a sound quarry. That was, yeah, that was, that was <laughs> oh, yeah, a rock quarry. That's still an interior. They shot it in a quarry. They shot it in a rock That's not a real quarry. location. In <laughs> fact, like... this in fact this field could have been that same rock quarry with fake grass <laughs> on the ground and a green screen around them of like mountains. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> 
This is the last season, guys. <laughs> I'll lower your budget. It's just like two-parters. I'll lower your budget. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is what we want you to do. Thank you. Oh, I'll, I see what's going on, BBC. <laughs> Driving old Moffat out of business. Well, it's not going to happen. I'm not writing Sherlock anymore. Yeah. I'll show you. <laughs> lower my budget. <laughs> oh man it goes old man Moffat yeah <laughs> she just passive aggressively makes the whole the whole season two parters <laughs> oh man I, I don't know that we've ever have we ever seen a two parter written by two different writers before no, I mean not that I. I'm, I'm sure in history, but I don't. I don't know about Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah, that's super weird, huh? They must be. Uh, they must just be like barely connected by like one, like thing. You know, like yeah, a very it's probably Maisie Williams. Yeah, probably just Maisie Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! That way they can like say she's going to be in like a story, and then actually have her for like two episodes. Right. Like, look at how awesome we are. Right. Macy Williams. Tell you what, man. No, never mind. What? What? <laughs> never mind. What? <laughs> I was going to be like, oh, she should be a companion, but I'm like, she's going to be in Game of Thrones. Yeah, she is. I mean, she's not gonna die. I mean, not she won't be in it for much longer. There's only two seasons left. I hope. I really hope they don't stretch it out. They're not gonna stretch it out. I mean, it's so... HBO's trying to move on. They've they've got Watchmen coming now. <laughs> oh, do they? Yeah, they're gonna do a Watchmen series to replace. Game I know, of but Thrones. like, I uh, hope. I mean, like, yeah, because like that show is just such an such a big money maker for them. I hope they have like the the elegance to be like, yeah, but it's the last end. I mean, like. The Walking Dead's gonna stay on until like, you know, they, I mean, well, they're, they're gonna they're well, gonna stretch that thing out as long as possible. Yeah, but like you know, The Wire and uh, Sopranos were both big money makers, and those ended. Sex in the City were was a money maker, and that ended. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. that's really true. Yeah, they I don't just, tend I, to let make their shows go on for a while. Yeah, remember John from Cincinnati? <laughs> well, I mean, they also cancel shows. <laughs> yeah, the only way to really get canceled is you only have to like. You have to get really low ratings, or you gotta, like, kill, like, five horses. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, they even gave, like, they gave, uh, they gave How to Make It in America two seasons. Yeah. Or, or even if you get low ratings, they could still be like, yeah, you know what? Out of nowhere, here's a new season. Yeah, like the the Emily Mortimer show, where she's, like, an actress, and, like, it's a a buddy comedy about her and her assistant. That's, like, in two seasons. What, What was that show? Exactly. Like it's a show on HBO. Oh. There was the Lisa Kudrow show where she was an actress. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one you were talking about? No, no. It's just like comedy about the friendship between an actress and her personal assistant. Oh. Okay. And it's Emily Mortimer and like another there's that one where um um Alex Bra- Brosworth, like Meg uh, Meg uh Lois from Family Guy, there's like a comedy where she plays a nurse. Oh. It's like in three seasons. 
But yeah, but the Lisa Kudrow one was like one season, and that was like ten years ago, and then they did another season like yeah, this year. because it was such like it was such like a beloved like cult classic. Yeah, that's weird. But that's like what Dr. they're doing Who? now because they're going to bring back uh, Deadwood too. Really, I, I I hadn't heard that. Oh, you didn't hear that? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna make a movie like a like a not like a theatrical movie, but like an HBO movie. Like cool. like a movie or like a like a miniseries? Like a movie to wrap nice. up the show. I've never seen Deadwood. I haven't either because I knew that it didn't end and that everyone hated life. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to watch that and set myself up for that. Yeah. Um, but if they're going to make, if they actually, if the movie actually goes into production, then I'll watch the show. Remember Rome? I do. Remember Rome? No. Remember? <laughs> yeah. That had like, that was what, two seasons? Yeah, two or three. But it was so expensive. They were like, oh my gosh. And, and now they're doing Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never do that again. Game of Thrones. That's like five million dollars an episode. What's what's on HBO right now? Like Game of Thrones, The Leftovers. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean like literally, like right now, like in like like what, what's airing new episodes right now? Oh, The Leftovers. Man, The Leftovers and Last Week Tonight. Yeah, when it rains, it pours, right? Yeah. Because like all of a sudden, it'll be like boom, Game of Thrones, boom, Veep, boom, True Detective, boom. Silicon Valley, but like right now it's like nothing. Yeah. Well, True Detective, True Detective wasn't on while Silicon Valley and Veep were on. That's true. I don't know. Why why, why is this the HBO cast? We got to talk about something. <laughs> I brought up the Fisher King. <laughs> this episode would have been over 20 minutes ago if it wasn't for me. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we all appreciate Remember you. the Fisher King and his weird dick. <laughs> Good job. Good work. Great. I'll give you a raise. Email us. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Massa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> For a second, I thought you said, Thanks, NASA. And I was like, <laughs> Thank you, NASA. <laughs> and I was like, Wait, what? And then I realized what you said. Um, email us. Yeah, tdcpodcast at gmail.com. Give us something to talk about in case there isn't anything next week. Um, yeah, tdcpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, also, you can find the post for this episode at thedoctorscompanion.us yeah. and leave a comment. Does someone want to go and uh, edit Peter Serafrenowitz's lines from Spaced into uh, the Fisher King scenes? No. Oh. Or, or Darth Maul. Or Darth Maul or Pete from Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Or um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Or uh, <laughs> what else was again? He was in Run Fat Boy Run, right? I can't remember. Okay. Anyway, if you're on Twitter, you know follow at TDC Podcast. <laughs> you'll know the second a new episode hits. Or follow our personal accounts. I'm at Scott Corelli. Nick is at Nick M. Jimenez. And Cassandra is at Dark Hearted Rose. If you like the show, do us a favor. Review us on iTunes. Actually, you know what? Hold off a week. <laughs> Don't do it this week. Don't do it this week. Don't Start talk- review this episode. Start talking about HBO. Yeah. I don't even know what this is. If this is your first uh, episode of the show and you've gotten this far, let I'm me just sorry. say. First of all, wow. Second of all, <laughs> that this is not what the show normally is. We... Whoa, man. This is, uh, it's, uh, weird.
You know what's go really funny? Listen, go is, back and listen to listen because that is like A plus. Yeah, that's that's A plus <laughs> material. You know what's funny yeah. is uh, my I have more notes for this episode than last week's episode, but I had more to say about last week's episode. There was a lot more set up, and then this one was just like, oh, they paid off. that off, and that, yeah. and that, and that, and that, and that, yeah. and that. I think this is a good episode. <laughs> it is. I stick by this one. It's fine. No, I mean of 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 us. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! You are on your own, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was a, I think this was a character centric episode of the Doctor's. Game. <laughs> this is this is our version of a bottle episode. <laughs> oh, oh, most importantly, be our street team. Tell everyone about us. Tell the people that you told last week about us that you're so sorry that this was just a bad. <laughs> this was just a bad. We're having an off week. <laughs> Oh, and we'll see you next week with the girl who died. She died. Just like our ratings. What? Yeah. <laughs> Just like our <laughs> iTunes review score. <laughs> I think you guys are being too hard on yourselves. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. All right. Well, the girl who died. You know who died? Jenny. It's Jenny. Jenny dies. She's coming back. All men must die, but Maisie Williams is no man. <laughs> All right. Well, with that Lord of the Rings reference, we're out of here. Game of Thrones. Oh, oh, is that what that is? All men must die. Valar Merkulis. Oh, I thought you were referencing the the line from Lord of the Rings. The I, I, I am no, no I am no man. That also that. Yeah. It was kind of a mashup. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, kind of like this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, but there's that hey, part you know where, what? Uh, Here, I'll defend this episode now of the podcast because we're just doing what the episode we're reviewing did, which we're just a mashup of stuff that already exists. All right. Well, <laughs> this is a very meta episode of The Doctor's Companion, and we'll see you next week for probably a normal one, but no promises. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.